So you are doing some research here. Yeah, so uh, Cam the intern. Got oh, his own, own podcast. Got his own podcast. But it looks good. Looks good. Logos, good Maybe graphics. Maybe it sounds good, too. Oh, Cam. Hardworking kid. Cam? Yeah. Every day that kid's stock goes up a little Doesn't bit. A little bit. Ryan hurt three on the way. It's good off the backboard and in. I'm sorry. What a take by Ducker. Jones, another steal. Spin on Caldwell and the layup's good. I would like to see you hold a mirror up to yourself and interview yourself. As good as this was, it could only be better if it was all you. Tuning in, I was a fan. I was like, man, let's do it. Cam, thanks so much for having me on. I'm happy to be here. Joined today for the first time, Cam Isamone. Gallagher's going to have to shoot it from beyond the arc. And it's good. Jacobs for three. He got it! My goodness, what a shooting performance by I think Cam's Corner is great. Tune in to Cam's Corner. This kid's going to make it. He's going to make it here. We're back, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Cam's Corner. Thank you guys for sticking with me. I know it's been a minute since my last episode, but I got a very special uh, guest now here in Aaron Gray, recurring guest, um, just committed to Indiana State. So we're going to get into that. And again, Aaron, I appreciate you for hopping on a second time, man. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, no problem. So in your second year now transferring, uh, I didn't speak to you, you know, when you went to Niagara. So uh, let's just start kind of with that. You know, what triggered you to leave uh, SNHU uh, after your freshman year? Uh, you know, obviously, you know, coming where we come from, we don't really get opportunities um, like that. You know, they don't really come knocking something like that. So we, um, my family and I thought it was to be the best situation for me to, you know, basically like test myself. And, you know, this has always been a dream of mine to play Division One basketball. So, um you know, we went to go test the waters and we was fortunate enough to have some great opportunities and some great offers and just felt that Niagara was uh, the best fit for me um, academically and athletically to go and, you know, live out my dream. So, yeah, most definitely. I mean, uh, like the experience wise, like from D2 to D1, uh, obviously, you know, bouncing around from a lot of different, uh, you know, prep schools at the high school level. But did you see a, a change in, in the game at the college level from D2 to D1 now? Uh, yeah, I think. The big drop off, I would say, is probably just traditional bigs. Like you don't see any like traditional bigs in Division Two. Um, that's really the biggest thing, really. Um, guard play is similar. Um, obviously, guys is a lot more physical because they have the resources and stuff like that. So um, that would probably be the biggest difference for me. And just the speed, the speed and the, the pace of the game um, would probably be the biggest change for me. But it was it was good. What was like the hardest part, like adjusting, you know, to a new school? Like again, like I said, obviously. High school, you bounced around a little bit. You know, you had that experience with, uh, you know, different classes, different people meeting every year and, and things like that. But now getting into, again, like a D1 school, like what was the hardest part to adjust one? And again, like you said, to adjust to the game. I think the biggest thing really was just, you know, time management. Uh, obviously, at Division One, you know, everything is pretty much laid out for you. You have your own set schedule and that they kind of build for you. So uh, just maintaining your time and just having that balance, I would say, was the biggest adjustment. And, you know, you got practice classes, weights, study halls, you have all that. Um, where at D2, or at my D2 anyway, we didn't really have that that kind of uh, built-in schedule like that. So um, I would probably just say time management and um, just, you know, knowing when to take some days off and when to really recover and knowing when to really get after it. So. Yeah, and, and for SNHU, um you know, you were their leading scorer. You know, you kind of dominated a little bit at that D2 level. And the numbers kind of stayed the same at uh, Niagara. I mean, you, I mean, second leading scorer, but those numbers were kind of the same. Did you feel like you were, like, in a way dominating at the D2 level? Uh, I mean, like I said, we ran into some great guys. There were some great D2 basketball players I ran into that I believe, strong believer in that 
should be division one, like no doubt about it. So um, I wouldn't really say so much dominating. I would just make like just doing what God was built me to do, honestly, just working, constantly working out and just trusting my game. And so when, when the game time came, it was nothing that I wasn't doing that I was uncomfortable with. So, yeah, I would probably say that was it. Yeah, and what's an aspect of your game, you know, you feel you improved on over the last year after playing in Division One? Um, I mean, like I saw on Indiana State's website, like your current coach now, your coach in the future at least, uh, said, you know, they were looking for somebody that had athleticism, shooting, length, you know, on the perimeter and things like that. And he said it's very hard to find someone of your caliber that has that and more. So, um, you know, what do you feel like you deserve to, you know, get a compliment like that? And what do you feel like either you improved on or kind of maintained throughout your game? I mean, I, I, I was grooming this way. Like, I don't – think I deserve anything I didn't work for. So um, I feel like I definitely worked um, from the time I was took basketball serious till now. I've just been working. I mean, grinding. So, you know, to hear compliments like that, you know, I'm grateful. I'm appreciative. But I just know, like, this is another level and another ceiling I got to get to to, you know, get that respect from everybody, not just, you know, a handful of people. So I uh, definitely appreciate it. You know, Coach Shirts, he's a great dude. He coached uh, Division Two basketball for 18 years. That's why I went and made that transition with him because nobody knows a Division II basketball player other than a Division II coach. So um, I think that he understands my story. He understands my my journey and where I'm trying to head head to. And uh, it was a no-brainer for me. Yeah, and that summer heading into, you know, your first year at uh, Niagara, a bunch of you guys put together like a five-on-five run down at Alumni Hall in Providence uh, on the campus of PC. And, um you know, again, uh, Chris Cherry was kind of like the head of that. You know, he hit me up and uh, he made um, he made a graphic for you guys, all those athletes that are, you know, involved in that. And again, a lot of athletes, a lot of some NBA guys involved in those runs and things like that. Uh, I just kind of want to get your your knowledge and your feedback on like what those runs, one, they mean to you. And like, how does that kind of prepare you, you know, for the next year? Because I mean, those runs, like they're not your average runs, like the title says. I mean, so like, how does that prepare you kind of, you know, uh, in the offseason? And that's that's the best way. I think that's the best way to prepare yourself in basketball. Period. Just getting up and down, playing and playing with those kind of caliber guys was it meant everything to the not only to me but to the city. It was very important for us to make sure that we got the best talent possible to come down and get in the runs. But you never really know how much talent New England has until it's all in one gym. You know those guys that was in there. Their resume speaks for itself. So um, I think those runs was very important. Um, I can't wait for see what's next coming up this summer. Um, hopefully, you know, Chris continues that. But, yeah, those runs was uh, it was definitely one for the ages, definitely. Yeah, and for people, you know, to look at, like, someone like David and, again, someone like Cole, I know we talked about it a lot uh, in our last episode about a year ago now. But, you know, now that they're starting to really solidify their spots in the NBA and, again, people like someone like Tyler Kolek, who's had a huge season, you know, seeing people that you, again, kind of grew up with, you know, playing – um, how does that one motivate you to get to the next level and how have they helped you, you know, kind of get in that, that mindset where like, you know, it, it's possible, you know, to make it out of a small state like Rhode Island. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't surprise me to see where they're at now, just from their work that they came when we was kids and when we was younger. Um, it just doesn't really surprise me. Like those are just hard nosed working guys and anything that they get, anything that they're receiving is just blessings that just come from hard work. So, you know, those guys definitely, you know, molded, helped mold my, my, my mentality and just getting me to where I'm at now. And, you know, constantly just telling me, like, bro, like, this is possible. Trust me. Like, like, you know, just a year ago, this is where I was at and this is where I'm at now. You know, you just – it's crazy to see being from Providence or just being from Rhode Island, period. Yeah, exactly, 100%. And, again, going back to like your second year at the college scene, you know, how do you feel like, again, you played a role – 
on uh, Niagara's roster? And what do you feel like your your presence was that year? I think my presence was definitely felt. Um, I definitely I definitely feel like I gained a lot of respect from a lot of people um, throughout the league. Um, I think in the beginning of the year, I struggled trying to get adjusted and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, those are just growing pains. And once I got over those growing pains and I just kept my head down and just kept grinding and doing what I do best, you know, everything fell into place for me. Yeah, we talked about the numbers too. You know, not the same as uh, SNHU, but relatively close, you know, averaging second best at about like 12 and a half a game. You know, had a career high 30 points, you know, against Fairfield back in January that year. But um, more so, what does that season mean to you? Uh, again, like kind of going forward, like dropping a career high, like one, what does that game mean to you? And like kind of just, again, going forward now with the new school again? Uh, that, that game, that fair pro game meant everything to me. Um, you know, more importantly, it was a big one for the program. Um, and it was just that, if you go back and watch that game, it just shows the type of fight that we had as a team, you know, being down 14, 15 with seven to go and, you know, forcing it to overtime and winning it in overtime. Um, you know, the guys, it was leaning on me heavily, then it was trusting me. And I think that's why I was able to have the night I was having. But I couldn't have that night without them. And it was also special, you know, my whole family being there as well. So, Right. And, yeah, exactly, 100%. And, like, continuing, again, with your success, like, um, you talked about it a little bit, but why do you feel uh, – why did you feel the need to enter the transfer portal another time, uh, again, to kind of, like, seek out your options? I just felt like this time around, um, you know, for, like, a fit-wise, I just needed something that was – going to put me in the best situation academically first and then uh, athletically. And I think, um, you know, I took my time with this. Uh, you know, when I entered the transfer portal, I had a no contact order. So, you know, I wanted to, I didn't want the, the, the heckle of a bunch of phone calls and emails and stuff like that. You know, I wanted to really sit back and analyze every situation possible. And uh, when Indiana State reached out um, and I did some research and I took my visit, it was just a no brainer for me from the culture that they're trying to build um, you know, from the support that they get on campus academically, support they get athletically, like it was just something that I I've always dreamed of having um, in my corner. So, and, and do you have to sit out a year at all because of the transfer? Because you're uh, your second time. So right now, yes, uh, we're going through the process of the waiver right now. So we'll we'll see by uh, by August. Okay, so you're so you don't you don't not you're not sure yet. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, we don't have an answer just yet. No. Gotcha. So again, entering the portal. You know, when you did, uh, you mentioned it a little bit. Was there, like, a lot of schools that you had to choose from, or was it kind of, like, limited, or, or was that – like you said, Indiana just kind of stuck out that much to you. That's why you kind of picked that school? Yeah, uh, you know, there was a couple of schools that have reached out, uh, not only to myself, but, you know, my cousin as well um, and my AAU coach. Uh, I didn't really get to have that conversation with them about, you know, what was really said. Um, I kind of left that up to them. But I already – once I had my foot in the door at Indiana State, I kind of – I felt like home to me. So I just felt like, you know, why leave home when, you know, it's right there. So, yeah. And, and what's your mindset going into a completely different conference at Division One? Obviously, um, Division Two to Division One is a completely different game. Like you said, it's, you know, much faster paced game. But now you're in a different, a completely different conference than what you were in last year. So just kind of run me through like the mindset of how you're feeling now in preparation for that. I know the mindset, you know, remains the same. I'm still going to have the same approach, have the same, same mission, same grind. Um, you know, nothing really changes. Uh, it just goes up a level, you know. It just – it's really it. Yeah, and again, a little bit more on Indiana State, just kind of like what popped out to you the most on on deciding to go there as far as, again, like you said, coaching staff-wise and, and what your future kind of holds. Like, do you see, like, more of a future with uh, Indiana State? Yes, I do. I think that they uh, – like I said, the culture that they're trying to build, 
you know, they were the 24-win team last year. Um, you know, they had six games. Uh, by, uh, they lost by one, two points. And, you know, they was six games away from 31 season. So, you know, they're right there. And I, it's a culture that I see myself being in. And I feel like, um, you know, with my my work ethic and, you know, just my hard work, I feel like I can step in and help them get to that, get over that hump that they're trying to get to. So I would really say just the culture that they're building. And, you know, like I said, Coach Church is, is, a, is, a, is an amazing dude. And uh, from what he stands for, you know, we have similar morals. So. Yeah, and have you met anyone on the team or anything like that, like as far as like the roster wise? Yeah, I met a few. Now, how, how have they been towards you and, and kind of, you know, meshing before the season starts, like during the off season? Oh, they've been great. You know, they, we, I have met a couple on my visit. Um, you know, they are very open armed. Um, definitely similar to me as far as, you know, I always want to crack jokes, but, you know, laid back. So um, I think we're, we're going to get to get, we're going to be well together. Yeah. And seeing the roster and like the past, you know, the history of the program, what are your expectations from here on out with Indiana State? Uh, I, I have high expectations for the program. I have high expectations for the, uh, for the city as well. So, uh, I have to be high expectations. Yeah, and uh, kind of like wrapping up a little bit, like um, going back to uh, what I was talking about, like, like David and Cole, like people like that that are making their careers in the NBA. Uh, do you kind of do you still keep contact with them? And again, like, do they help you kind of uh, throughout this journey as you're as you're going through it? Here and there, you know, we we have the uh, same messaging on on social media and stuff like that. You know, they're always uh, reacting to you know stories or you know they'll send me stuff, but. Yeah, we definitely keep in contact, you know, like they've got their own journey, you know, I got my own journey. So we definitely still keep in contact, though. For sure. That's awesome. And uh, again, Aaron, I appreciate the time. I got a few more like uh, quick speed round questions I want to ask you before we uh, sign off. But um, yeah. I like that. I've been liking to ask a lot of these players uh, these kind of fun questions. But to start off, I want to know your favorite basketball player and why is that player your favorite? Favorite basketball player. Mm, I really don't have a favorite player. Uh, I watch, uh, I, I watch a lot of players that people really don't watch. I watch like Robert Covington. Uh, I watch a lot of uh, like PJ Tucker. I watch, you know, Royce O'Neal. I watch a lot of guys like that. So, guys who I feel like, you know, are similar to me. But um, yeah. Was there somebody you watched in specific growing up that you kind of looked up to? Uh no. I mean, I always been around basketball growing up. There wasn't anybody that really wild like really stood out to me like wow I'm like I, obviously everybody's a LeBron fan coming up and I had a lot of LeBron stuff but I wasn't really infatuated with any certain players when I was growing up. Gotcha. So when game day comes, what's your favorite basketball shoe to play in? Basketball shoe. Uh Nike's probably gotta be uh Kyrie's was the one. Um shifted towards Giannis's. Um but yeah I'm under armor now so we're gonna have to see what we can get into. Yeah. yeah. And if, if you could play on any court in the world, where would you want to play and why? Corner uh, or any probably, arena, yeah, any arena. I'll probably say TD Garden. It's um, you know, it's right close to homes. I've I've been in a couple of Celtics games and stuff like that. So, um, just seeing the atmosphere in there, definitely probably TD Garden. And what was one of what was one of the coolest arenas you played in throughout your entire career? Um, this year was probably, I'd probably say Fairfield. Fairfield the nicest, um, nicest little arena. So, yeah, Fairfield probably the best one. Yeah, and to drop 30 there, I mean, spice <laughs> it on the cake. But, yeah. um, and lastly, you know, if you weren't playing basketball, what do you think your profession would be and why? Would you stick around the game? Would you still be around the game if you weren't playing it? Probably not. No? <laughs> Just changing out to the game and the politics, I don't know if it's for me. Um, 
I'll probably try to be a chef or something. I can't cook to save my life, but I'm I'm definitely trying to learn and, and, and get get into that profession a little bit. So yeah, that'll probably say probably be a chef or something. We got you again, Aaron. I appreciate the time. Appreciate you hopping on for a second time. As always, I want to know what you think the uh, the second time around. What you think of the lineup and and things like that? I thought it was great, man. Like I said, um, you know, we need platforms like this. Um, so we definitely appreciate y'all. For sure. And uh, I've been in contact with Enoch and a few of the guys, again, with the five-on-five runs that you guys do. So I'm trying to get um, in contact with them, have them hop on. So if you can ever get in contact with them, please let me know. And gotcha. um, looking forward to talking to them. Looking forward to tuning in for you uh, with Indiana State. So good luck, and I'll be in touch. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you.